Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. Sai, you there? Hey, Dalud. It's, uh, it's about 3 o'clock here in New York City. Is everything working in tip-top in D.C.? I think so. Let me check. Right, I'm overriding Bob and Robin's firewall. Takeover is almost complete. The official takeover. Um, I'm not sure if everybody out there knows this, but the way that All Songs Considered is made is that Bob and Robin have a standing session in a studio at NPR DC each week. Um, they kind of just walk in at an appointed time, do some diddly-daddly on a keyboard, and then they just start talking to a mic. I mean, there's there's really no production. No production. So, Bob and Robin are out of the office, forgot to cancel this week's studio session, so we're taking over. Yes. I'm Dawood Tyler Amin in Washington, D.C. My co-host today is Saida Blount in New York City. Heyo. So, lean back, get ready, and you're listening to an official takeover, folks. The takeover. The break's over. It's over. This is our version of All Songs Considered, and it's for one week only. (laughs) All right, let's get this started. I don't even want to say that much about this first song. I just want to let you experience it the way that it happened to me. Some people will have heard this already, but it just sort of accosted me in the wild. And it's one of those ones where you're just like, you know, in a store or watching like a sneaker commercial, and you're like, what (laughs) is this? You start furiously writing down lyrics, uh, and then you go and have your life changed. So limber up your shoulders because you're about to dance in your chair. (laughs) Let's take a listen. I was on a personal quest To burst along singing from the needles in my chest And it was so bright and clear Not a cloud in the sky And in the distance there's a girl Who was trying to get high And I don't know if I was there or not And I'm pretty sure I don't remember anyone But I have a vague recollection Of pushing him away As he came in close Hoping I'd make his day You can be my fever boy 
Are you dancing? I really was. You know, <laughs> that's the type of song that I would publicly Shazam for. That's right. I really, really like that. There's a song called Fever Boy. Uh, the artist is Femme. You remember a couple of years ago, uh, there was a record by a band called Ultra Ista? Yes. Uh, Nigel Gottrich, uh, sort of mm-hmm. sixth member of Radiohead. Joey Warnker, who um, people who, you know, read liner notes may have known. Uh, he worked a lot with uh, Beck and lots of other people. But the X Factor was their vocalist, this woman, Laura Bettinson. Um, and she put out that song actually a couple of years ago, but uh, there was no album until this spring. So the record's called Debutante by Femme. The song's called Fever Boy. Sai, what do you got for me? You got to top that. Um, I think we're going to continue along with the um, kind of girl pop sort of song. I and like um, this is a song um, from a London-based artist um, named Nayo. I've been saying now for months, and my intern did not correct me. Oh, the youth <laughs> failing at all, <laughs> at all turns. But um, yeah, I love this song. I, I, I heard it, and it kind of just stuck with me, and it made me kind of start researching and looking for videos and more information. And um, it just kind of has this funky R&B kind of vibe, but it also has my trademark uh, synth leanings there, which if anybody knows me, I love a good synth. I know this about you. Um, I put this on one of the songs we love playlists we did for Spotify, and um, I've just been making sure to keep up with Nayo. And uh, thank goodness she just put out an album. So uh, this is a song called Girlfriend. Losing it to waterfalls Rhythm tidy years ago Buried under rivers of a doubt I did to
love that neo soul warmth like her voice just blends with the beats and it's just gooey and ooey and awesome there's a thing there's a thread through like that kind of 90s atlanta r&b production sound where every single snare drum sounds a little bit like you're like smacking a towel on a diving board in an empty pool it's it's like it's really weirdly specific It really is. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta in the 90s, I think, was it's so slept on the production levels and the sounds that came out of there. So good. I also love any song where the hook hits on the two and not the one. Yes. It just takes some time, et cetera. Yeah. (laughs) You're not. not, I I get that you're not acknowledging that and that's okay. No, I I like that. But I was a a bit in awe. It took me back for a second. (laughs) So I woke up to the news that there's new Joyce Manor music in the world. The last time we heard from them, 2014, they had a record called Never Hung Over Again. It was under 20 minutes because that's how they do it. Yeah. New record is called Cody. comes out October 7th. This song is called Fake ID. And there is a Kanye West riff in the second verse that made me bust a gut laughing in the office this morning. Here we go. Joyce Manor.
Is that the most anthemic that Joyce Manor's ever gotten? I kind of think it is. At the very least, it is a full minute longer than the average Joyce Manor song. For sure. Yeah, they're definitely moving somewhere. This is album four, I think, something like that. And it's always so weird to mark the trajectory of pop punk bands. I feel like the the ones that last, the ones that manage to like turn it into like a career that lasts more than, you know, five, seven years, like they get a little bit, um, you know, they just let the landscape expand in front of them a little bit. And that kind of makes sense because, you know, you start out and you're playing you know, basements for for five people. And then at a certain point, you're playing, you know, mid-sized clubs for 500 people. Um, And it's just you're living a different kind of life. The ideas get bigger. Anyway, new Joyce Manor. That's exciting. Uh, Let's pay some bills. (laughs) Let's take a break. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dewar's 12-year-old Scotch. Looking for a gift for friends and family? Reward them with the world's most awarded blended Scotch whiskey, Dewar's 12. This remarkable blend is the result of a time-honored process called double aging. After the initial blend, the whiskey is married in vintage oak casks where it harmonizes to perfection. Double aging creates an exceptionally smooth taste, great for the ones you cherish most. For recipes, history, and more, go to doers.com. Please drink responsibly. All right, what else we got? So I think I'm going to steal it and bring it back here to New York City with our good friend, Blood Orange, a.k.a. Dev Hines. Mm -hmm. You know, he just recently dropped a really critically acclaimed album called uh, Freetown Sound. And, uh, you know, everybody's been kind of tagging it as a very personal sort of political album. But, you know, when I listen to it, what I've heard thus far is that Dev seems to be kind of going into this and do not at me if you don't like this description, (laughs) Um, his Englishman in New York phase. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, going along with the song that I chose, which is EVP, this just seems like such a corner piece to a soundtrack about a great New York movie. It has so many of those like stereotypical, fun, 80s, funky sounds. There's like a great synth, there's some a little bit of sax, there's some cello, and even better, there's a some vocal stylings from the one and only Debbie Harry. Hey, now. For me, if I was a singer, songwriter, producer, composer, I'd be freaking out. Yeah. But, um, you know, Dev's kind of one of those guys who's completely a bon vivant and totally would have fit in with Basquiat and Warhol and all those folks oh, back in the day. that's a great point, yeah. So it just seems kind of fitting, and it seems like a, a bittersweet love song um, since he's now a adopted New Yorker. But yeah, let's get into this. Uh, this Again, this is called EVP. Thank you. 
That ending gets you right in the feels. Man, the number of sounds that song goes through, even just in the first like 20 seconds, where you get the those strings that sound a little bit like uh, the THX test sound that you used to play in movie theaters. You remember that? Yes. And then you get the drums, which sound kind of like the Walk This Way drums, and you get some like in excess guitar. You're right, Si. It actually, that it does sound so much like New York in the 80s, like a time when like you know, weirdo sound artists were collaborating with like rock musicians and hip hop musicians and Debbie Harry was singing over breakbeats. And that's what I love about Dev, that his spirit of, I mean, as we all know, his spirit of collaboration and then also just throwing himself into things that may be new to him, but just taking on the challenge. Like when I, I luckily got to see him perform some of these songs as a preview at the Apollo and he busted out a cello and the audience just wasn't expecting it but it was just so great to see a musician that wants to just take and challenge himself and open himself up to as many avenues as possible um yeah i mean i'm an unabashed fan he's he's great yeah you ever see the power rangers movie sorry not the new one but the the og 1995 power rangers i did (laughs) did you stay for the credits no. Okay. I I can't prove it, but I'm almost positive that the hook in the next song that I'm about to play is referencing the end title for the Power Rangers movie from 1995. It was a band called Shampoo, and they had this song. Uh, it was like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Something's come along and it's bust our bubble. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, I've got a song from Sweatshop Boys, S-W-E-T. Uh, that's Heems from Das Racist, uh, Himanshu Suri, and uh, Riz MC, this guy, Rizwan Ahmed, who, uh, who, uh, who some folks might actually know as an actor. He, uh, he was in Nightcrawler, he was in Jason Bourne, um, he's in the new uh, Star Wars Rogue One movie, but he's also a rapper. He's got a record coming out with Heems under the name Sweatshop Boys that is, I mean, predictably enough, if you've been listening to what Heems has been doing in the past couple of years, I mean, it's about the experience of being brown in America, uh, of being othered uh, in, you know, a time when there are these fevered conversations around immigration, around 
terrorism, around racism, uh, all of this stuff. And the whole pitch of Das Racist, even though, you know, sometimes it seemed like they were really just trying to, like, troll the industry, was, you know, it was a little bit of a, a, a laughing to keep from crying, you know, uh, take on, on some of that stuff. So the album that they've made together is called Cashmere, and the first single is called T5. Yeah, they always really, they always leave room for a joke too. And man, I, it was sometimes frustrating to be a, a, a Das Racist fan when they were in their prime because, as often as they would really like focus their attention and and produce something really amazing, they would also just sometimes you know take the opportunity to to mock the kind of the whole artifice of performance and, and the way that you know you get written about um, when you make hip hop and the fact that um, you know everybody said that their music was like full of references and isn't this so funny when like all hip hop is full of references if you haven't heard it go back and listen to the interview that Heems did on microphone check last year he is like such a smart thoughtful dude that interview with Franny and Ali kind of definitely dug into just how on it Heems is and it just made me think of him in totally different terms and um Thanks for pulling this track out. This is fantastic. Yeah, this this one came into my life just this morning. And, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty special. I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, we're almost out of time here, so I can't believe we did it. 
it makes me feel um, a little sad, but um, I I really appreciate that Bob and Robin slacked this week so I could spend a little time hearing some music with you, Tyler. I just know they're going to walk in tomorrow morning and be like, Jetson! I know. Fish shaking, <laughs> table flipping, but um, I am going to deem our takeover a rousing success. So uh, special thanks to uh, Robin Hilton, Bob Boylan, Jacob Gans, the All Songs crew for uh, sleeping on the job <laughs> and also for uh, thinking this was a good idea. And uh, Sai, you get the last word. What do you got? I think I'm going to take us out on a all-in, dancey, clubby, big old banger from the UK-based duo known as Factory Floor. All right. This is a track called Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... It kind of hit me right in the gut because it's super minimal. It's pretty icy and it has this kind of great dance floor pulse. And, um, you know, for me, that's basically everything that I love. And uh, it sounds so super early New Order or Chris and Cozy. And uh, when I was listening to it, I literally felt myself being pulled back into kind of this zippy void and felt that it was totally an audio representation of me when I was like in my late teens and early 20s when I was just like I want to know what you were wearing basically I know Jinkos and <laughs> Jinkos and Adidas did you do black uh, lipstick well yeah we could talk about my earlier goth days as well right. but um I that'll was be the next show. yeah that'll be the next one but I was totally a 90s raver that traveled around the country with f- groups of friends going to parties and this song would definitely fit in the car stereo as we're driving from city to city to city but um I love this vibe it's just absolutely a dance floor revival for me all right Thanks for listening, y'all. I've been Daoud Tyler Amin. And this is Saida Blount from New York City. Bless.
Did you know that over 15 million people a month listen to NPR podcasts according to PodTracks podcast metrics? Check out all our shows at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.